Welcome to the bar, Business Authority Radio. My name is Craig Williams. And Neil Howe. And we are sitting in front of some subject matter experts today. Uh, Thomas Smith. Uh, Thomas Smith is with Community Relations Representative. He's a Community Relations Representative uh, for Turning Point, a nonprofit here in the Buckhead area. Uh, we'll hear a lot about about what they're doing, but he also serves a lot of other nonprofits in a very unique ways. Uh, uh, longtime public relations practitioner in, in Metro Atlanta, and we also have Winsel Stewart uh, from Workforce Technology Partners. Uh, Winsel has a lot of tools in his toolbox uh, to service employers uh, of small and medium-sized companies. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to welcome. be here. Well, let, let's get right into this. Um, Winsel, uh, at Workforce, who's your perfect prospect? Who do, you, who do you, ideally, if you had a magic wand and you could hit that baby and you got what you want in front of you to serve, who would that person be that you would uh, look forward to serving? Very simply stated, any employer with an employee that they're writing a paper check, printing it, stuffing it, mailing it, overnighting it, that's our, that's our primary customer. They still do that? To everything? Everybody's not dep- direct deposit anymore? Unfortunately, uh, people are so surprised at the number of people that are called unbanked, either unwilling or unable to have an account. Yeah. So they're going to check cashing places, and they're spending a lot of money to cash checks every week that they could use as part of their disposable income. I know what it's like because my youngest daughter, she just started her new job, and I don't mind plugging this company, Chick-fil-A, folks. Mm-hmm. We're in the South. And um, she got her first physical check, and I've been trying to tell her to get the direct deposit so she didn't have to go through the process of going to cash it and all. But I know what it's like to get that physical check mm-hmm. and hold it. It's mm-hmm. tangible. Uh, so I, I see the value in that. Thomas, Thomas, tell me exactly who is that individual that or that organization or group that you – ideally love to service when it well, you mentioned uh public relations and so when i think of uh, public relations a good client for that is one that has a great message a great story to tell something that's a little bit unique that you don't necessarily hear every day but it's something that you want you upon hearing a little bit about it you you thirst for more information and so um a client that has that story to tell a desire to communicate it to the public and uh, somebody that has room to grow. I mm-hmm. think that that's uh, a very interesting client. And the nonprofit space is of um, special interest to me because a lot of those organizations don't have the funds to afford um, some of the big-time firms, for instance. So their budgets when it comes to public relations and marketing are, are a lot smaller, And but the need is still there, and it's great. And, and um, I tend to come in and, and help some of those organizations, sometimes at a, a smaller fee and, and sometimes just pro bono. Now, you do work with some of the big ones. Uh, can you name a couple of those big organizations that you're not doing pro bono work for? Sure. Um, well, uh, one such organization is Turning Point Breast Cancer Rehabilitation that's been in Atlanta for the last 12 years. And Turning Point's very unique in the breast cancer space. It works with women who are recovering from breast cancer, but it provides rehabilitation services, physical therapy, massage therapy, counseling, nutritional counseling, and education programs for women um, as they go on to becoming um, cancer-free and mm-hmm. healthy again. So you help them how? Well, I help them getting their message out. A lot of people don't. It's a, really a hidden gem in the breast cancer space. So I'm out 
um, telling their story. Uh, actually, I was part of a, a segment recently on CBS Atlanta where I I don't like to be in, on the front lines of, of any uh, stories typically. But Folks, he does have a face for TV. <laughs> I don't a know voice for that. radio. But I lost my mother to breast cancer, so that's how I got involved with this particular cause. Mm-hmm. And, and the reporter who um, brought me into the story thought that was very interesting, that a man um, was wanted to support a breast cancer organization. And you think of breast cancer, you typically think of other men, or of, of women, women yeah. specifically, yeah. but men do get it, although a small percentage. But we know uh, so many women, whether it's, uh, it's wives, it's mothers, grandmothers, teachers, aunts, um, who have gotten it over the years. Or we know somebody who knows somebody. So it's, it's that degree of separation that's not very far. Yeah, mm. it um, seems like nowadays the, you know, every family has a story to tell. Like you were saying, you tell the stories about it. So uh, are you telling those kinds of stories? Like what are you telling stories exactly. about I think, what turning I think the point patient, are doing? The patient stories are the most uh, poignant mm-hmm. for, uh, for those that are learning about turning points specifically, the journeys that they go through, um, the hardships that they encounter. Um, for some of them, it's financial. For some of them, it's very it's physically demanding. Um, the pain that they feel and and how Turning Point helps them in that journey is um, is really a compelling. Well, kind of let's story. stay on that for a minute or two. If if somebody's just been diagnosed, what what are some of the things that are going through their mind, and how how do you help them at Turning Point? Sure. sure. Uh, well, I think first of all, they're they're more than likely seeing their medical team. So. You know, a doctor is on the front lines of, of seeing those women. But when it comes to maybe some of the things that they're, they're treated with, whether it's chemo, radiation, um, later on in the process is where an organization like, organization like Turning Point can step in and really assist those women. And so it's, it's those doctors and uh, nurses and other um, therapists um, on the front lines who know, who have knowledge of Turning Point and that they can, through word of mouth, they can tell their patients, listen, this is the next step. Uh, that you need to be uh, following. And in a lot of cases, those doctors don't know about organizations like Turning Point. So they'll, they'll give their treatment plans, and it won't incorporate um, those services, although they're critical to a woman's recovery, help them recover faster. Right. And you, you meant that that's the medical side of it. You mentioned also the financial or maybe some other things that uh, people don't really think about. That's true. As a Turning Point doesn't turn any any woman away because of their inability to pay or lack of insurance, which is great. Um, and because of that, um, they depend on receiving help for their operations from individuals and foundations and corporations. Um, but I'd say about 45% of the women that they see um, don't are not able to afford the services, so get their, all their treatment from them for free. And and that's a very special thing. And they and they see women of all backgrounds, Metro Atlanta, um, and whether it's uh, ethnic backgrounds, socioeconomic, um, and that's a wonderful thing. And, and and women from all over the region come to their facility, which is located off Roswell Road um, in the in Sandy Springs, okay. um, to come. And you say is uh, Turning Point a non a nonprofit organization? It is a nonprofit organization, and was founded by a woman who was a two time is a two time breast cancer survivor, and and she saw firsthand when she had it um, in the early two thousands um, that this was a, a need that wasn't being met in that particular area um, of of healthcare. So she took it upon herself and and 
to, to launch this organization has become a pioneer, really, in, in the whole subject of rehabilitation for women and has partnered up with the American Cancer Society, in fact, on a, on a journal a couple years, years ago. Uh, okay, so give me a couple of examples of specific things maybe you've been able to do for Turning Point. Sure. Uh, well, there, there's a magazine, uh, Best Self Atlanta magazine, and Turning Point was featured during uh, this past uh, October, which is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and they had a nice feature that looked at, um, really got the input of, of Jill Bankley, the founder of the organization and executive director, and, and some of the things that uh, women need to think about as they go through their recovery and their treatment. Um, so that was a great um, placement because a lot of the readers for that magazine are very uh, fitness conscious and um, they they care about their health, and so um, that was a big. A big placement um, mm-hmm. for that particular organization. Then I think of the events over the last couple of years. They do two signature events every year. One's called the Pink Affair uh, in March, and then they have a golf event, the Turning for Turning Point, in August. And both of those events have grown, and I feel like um, I've been part of the effort to get the word out. Um, they have great silent and live auctions. They have entertainment, and um, they're really – uh, the draw from a wide range of supporters um, at those two events. And so they've grown in size and, and buzz. And, and, and for, for the, the Pink Affair, it's going to be the 15th annual coming up. And so those are fundraisers for those organizations and, and also great ways of getting the word out. Great. Well, uh, tell me a little bit more about yourself and what got you into this line of business in the first place. Well, I started off, uh, I went to college up in Chicago at Northwestern, and I finished an undergraduate degree in communication studies and then went on to the journalism program there and thought at one point that I wanted to to do the TV journalism thing and be on air. And and so that was um, something I thought about as young as uh, probably 10 years old. Um, but the reality of that business, uh, for, at least for mo- most people, is that you have to bounce around from some of the smallest markets in the country before you move your way up. And there's no mm. guarantee. Um, there's so much competition. I mean, you'll see resume t- tapes that, that pile up on um, the director, news director's desks. And so it's very competitive. And I got a job offer out of graduate school up in Traverse City, Michigan, um, for $15,000 a year being a one-man band. So I'd be shooting my own um, – segments. I'd be reporting on them. And the more I thought about it, I mean, I'm, quality of life is a very important thing to me and, and having time to spend with your family. And, and, and now I have children. Um, that's extremely important and, and some flexibility as well. So I looked at the public relations slash communications industry as a way in which I'd be able to use some of the talents, so, some of the skills that I've acquired over the years, um, a, lot of, a lot of writing um, uh-huh. in, in that. And so it was a nice kind of fallback and to journalism, and yet it involves a lot of uh, interfacing with journalists uh, on all levels. And I I feel like having had that background and and working actually in the industry a little bit um, at a Fox affiliate in Chicago, um, I gained some knowledge of how to work with journalists and and the kinds of stories that they're looking for. Okay, great. And can you tell our audience what's the best way to get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, best way is to either uh, you can look me up on uh, Twitter at TP Smith 70. Um, that's my my handle. And another way is to, to email me. Um, it's TP Smith 62307 at gmail.com. And then my mobile number is 404-291-4929.
Great. Well, thank you very much, uh, Thomas Smith. Uh, please hang out. We'll have a little Definitely. discussion at the end. Winslow, back to you and Workforce Technology Partners, uh, the people you help, you shared with, shared with us earlier, outside of the unbanked employees, uh, the employers at a certain level, uh, size and level, uh, drill down a little bit more about what that ideal cu- customer looks like, how you help them, sure. and what is that number one tool that you have or expert sure. um, uh, ability that you have to help them right off? Though I would prefer uh, talking about Turning Point more, <laughs> I, I, I will move on. Uh, but um, I, I try to keep the message very plain and very simple because it gets pretty complicated, but it doesn't need to be. Uh, there are people out there, low to middle income people, in every industry, primarily in certain segments, construction, manufacturing, mm-hmm. uh, landscape, the obvious ones, hospitality, um, that um, are unable to get checking accounts because of criminal backgrounds or other economic situations that might exist. So what we do very plain and simply is we have a B2B business that allows employers that care about their employees mm. to extend the service. Big differentiator uh, there. Uh, uh, I'm shocked at the number of companies that I present my solution to, and they are not interested. And what it translates to is we really don't care that much about our people. Um, it, it, what we do is provide uh, visa debit cards to employers primarily uh, at, a, at a cost of $2 a month. And uh, on average, according to the APA, American Payroll Association, the cost to produce one paper check per person is about $3. Hmm. So if you're getting paid weekly, $3 a check is not anywhere near $2 a month. Yeah. Uh, on the company side, uh, some of the benefits are that the employees don't have to leave work, so there's a uh, productivity dynamic. They can go to any bank to cash their card. Mm-hmm. You mentioned people like to have a paper check. We say, we'll give you a plastic card, which gives you even more financial stability. And prowess. I mean, you could also probably use that card in department stores or in your purchasing as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You, can, you can use it at any point of, point of sale. Mm-hmm. But we encourage people, if you want to keep it simple, instead of taking a piece of paper to a bank to get $300, take a card to the bank and get $300. And by the way, it doesn't cost the employee anything for that service. And there are, there are a whole lot of other services that are, are around this whole concept. But at the end of the day, the employer saves money, the employee saves money, um, and there is some financial empowerment that the employee has as a result. That's on the payroll pay card side. There's another solution that's equally as, um, it may be even more gratifying, mm-hmm. it's called WageBank. And WageBank is a very patented service that we have through our solution, which is called FlexWage, by the way. That allows um, an employer to advance an employee against hours already worked. Mm. So there are no loans involved. We're getting you out of the loan business. But what that solution does, it helps stem the tide of employees having to make frequent trips to payday loan companies, Mm. title loan companies, and pawn shops for emergencies. So now I've worked and I've got $300 available I can go and advance that $300 to myself onto my card, and it goes right onto your debit card. Now you can go and take care of that car, that battery, that washing machine mm-hmm. without having to leave work, et cetera. 
Yeah, it seems like there's uh, check cashing stores and pawn shops all over the place. So it must be like a, a big business. Just how big is it? How big of a problem is it? Um, I, it's 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 huge. There are about forty million households, I think, that are affected by by um, check cashing and and payday loan companies. Uh, and the average employee that participates in a payday loan do that on average ten times a year. So the, the simple st- uh, statistics that we use is that for a $300 loan, it's going to cost you about $60. For our advance, it's going to cost you about $5, $60, $5. What's your preference? It's very simple economics. And you mentioned that these check cashing places are all over the place. Um, I, I'll kind of I'll uh, comment on that. They are they're they're not all over the place. They're in certain communities, right? Yeah, and those communities are low to income communities. Mm-hmm. I was recently in Indianapolis, Indiana, and within a within a within a mile radius, I saw four mm-hmm. within one mile radius of Keystone and and I shouldn't say street names, but <laughs> anyway. Well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, w- well, we see how you solve the problem. We understand why people would come to you or you would open their welcome you in to share what value proposition. Uh, and you kind of mention a part of that, uh, that, that flex wage being one of those, those tools. Mm-hmm. What would be that expert ability that Workforce Technology Partners provides and have, has been providing since 1987? Um, our background has been in the uh, HR space. So we've implemented 400 HR payroll recruiting so- solutions to companies. So I've gotten very close to the payroll people. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know the payroll side of the business, and I know what a struggle it is for that. So by having that expertise and by having that experience, we're able to, to uh, help companies and show them the benefit of it. And with this particular solution, you can start with as little as one employee to see if it works or start with one branch. You don't have to start mm-hmm. company-wide. And we recently... Um, Am I allowed to say company names? Probably not. Sure. Hey, sure. Uh, there, there is a there is a company, uh, a local company uh, that's in the uh, charcoal business. I'll say that. Gotcha. That's been looking at it for several years, and because of relationship that we have with them, they are now going to be adding pay cards to their business solutions to their employees. And if we had some some uh, hand claps in the studio for that. Um, It'd be, it'd be, this would be a good time for that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> On cue, exactly. Having said that, um, are there any uh, misconceptions about the yes. service that you offer? Yeah, huge. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, mentioned, I mentioned one of my disappointments, and that is, and it, it's not just in business, it's just in general, uh, the care that people have for people. Mm-hmm. That's my heartthrob. I, I, I care about su- the success of the business, but as uh, Bob Buford says in his book, Halftime, I've entered to, into a stage of life called significance. I want to be successful, but I want to be significant more than I want to be successful. And so this gives me an opportunity to do that. Um, um, the, one of the major misconceptions is that by bringing on a payroll pay card, you're doing something different than you're already doing. So my, my uh, survey consists of basically three questions. Do you produce paper checks? Do you have direct deposit capability? And do you care to get out of the check printing business? If your answer is th- yes to those three questions, this solution makes all the sense in the world mm-hmm. for you. 
the misconception is that, that it's different than direct deposit, and it's not. In our solution, some solutions are not, but in the FlexWay solution, it is nothing more than a, 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 an account number and a routing number that you'll put into your payroll system as part of your regular direct deposit. Mm-hmm. And now these employees, you can now achieve something called 100% direct deposit, and most companies want to get to that place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you're on both sides for the employers and the employees. You're saving them both money. Without question. On the employer side, the money, they, they kind of, you know, flip the, flip the hand at the money. Mm. Uh, but I'm trying to get them to see that the employee is going to be more engaged. They're going to be more productive. And that has a bottom line effect on your business. For the employees, uh, it, it, it's going to actually, it, it is actually creating a retention. Right. It's causing sure, them to them have more a security. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And it seems like with the flex wage, you're also giving you're you're garnering a trust relationship uh, because you have this much time with us. We're willing to give you a uh, if you need, you know that um, that safety net. Sure. Uh, for future needs, sure. if, if they should arrive, sure. and not at um, a, a rate that is going to. You know, take seem like it takes advantage of that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about the forest and not the trees. Uh, and maybe on another conversation, we'll talk about some of the trees. Uh, but, but there are services that are provided through this flex wage payroll pay card that are offered to any employee who has a bank account. Mm. And I'll just mention one. There's a fee associated, of course, but they can do online bill pay now. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you have any, if you know what happens in a, in a check cashing place, a person goes in, they cash your check, and they typically buy money orders to pay bills. Yeah. And then, but they've got to mail those bills yeah. someplace. Fee so, upon fee upon fee. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Enough. N U F F, enough said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Wenzel, tell us a little bit about how we could uh, get in touch with you. Where do we find uh, Workforce Technology Partners? How do we take advantage of this? Uh, Flex wage or any of the other tools that you have in your toolbox? Um, very simply, and, and I like the concept of simple. Um, we have a website uh, for our company. It's called uh, our company's Workforce Technology Partners, and the website is uh, www.wtp-us.com. That's the best way to reach us. Um, uh, I also have an email address, which is wstewart, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, spelled the correct way, um, <laughs> at wtp-us.com. And our office number is 770-329-1484. Gotcha. And all of that information for both of our guests, uh, Mr. Stewart and Mr. Smith, will be on the show notes on the Pro Business Channel, uh, as well as the bar um, any closing uh, remarks or calls to action, Neil, before we set out? Uh, well, no, I just want to say thank you to both of our guests, uh, your authorities and what you do. This is a business authority radio. And uh, if you like what you hear, folks, I encourage you to hit the subscribe button. Uh, encouraging you to always stay relevant and go out there and claim your authority today. Awesome.